It's Monday, August 29th, and this is the Iconography Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Dave Podner. Uh, Greg is off this week, um, but he will be back for our next show. Not in two weeks, but next Wednesday. Why next Wednesday? Well, that's when Apple's having its next event. And if you look at the, and if you go to apple.com, you can see they already have the invite out for the event. And try the AR where you can actually look into a, a, a space warp, uh, see the stars that form into an Apple outline. Now, heavy speculation, of course, about what's coming up for the iPhone 14. 90% sure it's going to be called the 14. I think they've skipped the S's for naming, so it's not going to be a 13 S. Uh, heavy speculation, if you get the non-pro 14, just the iPhone 14, it's going to have pretty much the same inside in terms of chip as the iPhone 13. Uh, but the 14 Pros, that's where the difference is going to be. Um, a new chip, not sure if it's going to be a completely new or if it's going to have one of those X uh, a connotation. So it's not going to be a major step, and that's partially due to supply chain issues, even though Apple is an expert. They are the experts when it comes to supply chain. They're still stuck with the supply chain choke points that everyone else is experiencing right now. But the two things which, as photographers, we're looking at is it looks like the front of the um, device will look different and we're going to get a new camera on the back and a major step up on the camera in the back in the front instead of the notch which everyone has been making a big deal out for a half a second then forgot about it since the iphone 10 it's going to be a dot and pill you hear people call it so they're going to so basically that notch there's going to be a little hole cut out for the camera and there's going to be uh, for the speaker on top they're calling a pill it almost looks like an explanation point if you look at it um apologize for the trains in the background i'm recording outside tonight um it's kind of a nice night so i figure I might as well get some fresh air instead of being inside um now that means the camera will not be an underscreen camera it means part of it will be though Especially if they're still using the, you know, the LiDAR for the, you know, the, 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 for the front camera, that still now will have to come somehow through the glass and have both the projector and sensor, which they could probably do with micro preparations. So you won't be able to notice it greatly. Um, but you still, they still haven't figured out how to do an under screen camera. And honestly, that doesn't shock me. There are other there's Android phones out there which had which do under screen front facing camera. They do a decent job at it. They do the best they can, but you're still going through a, a couple different layers of screen there. Not just remember, it's not you're not just going through glass here. It's going through a couple different layers. And even with the computation on trying to figure out what's going on, it's still not that good. And Apple, one of the biggest reasons people buy a new phone is the camera. So they're not going to 
try, they're not going to just to choke, if you will, trying to spit something out. I don't think it's going to happen. So, and it's not going to happen for maybe a year or two. So I don't, I don't see the full, I think we may get there eventually where you're just going to have all screen, no cutouts, no nothing, just a giant black screen looking at you. Um, eventually. But not right now. Now, that's kind of, and they, I think they're, they may try to boost the front camera. No big leaks coming towards it. The big information, at least for the 14 Pro Max, the 14 Pro and Pro Max, will be the rear-facing camera, where this is, again, this is something Apple has done over and over again, of, oh, Android did this three, four, five years ago, and Apple's now decided that they can copy the idea, copy the technology, but put a, either an Apple spin on it or, and this is the bigger deal, I think, because if you're an iPhone person, you have friends who use Android, and there's nothing wrong with using Android. I am not an iPhone snob. I, I like the iPhone. That's why I use it. Um, but I'm not like, well, everything else sucks compared to the iPhone. I, I'm not like that. And hopefully no one else is either. We all have our, our own devices. But the heavy rumor is a 48 megapixel rear-facing camera, but it won't be the full 48 megapixel. So it's going to be what they call pixel bin. So you'll have... And it sounds like the sensor will even be bigger than the 13. So at first thought, you're thinking, well, you have bigger pixels. These are even a big cell phone camera is tiny. And when you get up to, you know, more and more and more pixels, if the pixels, individual pixels get smaller, less light comes through, worse light. That's why, let's say, my 13 Pro Max with the uh, 3x zoom is worse, not because of the megapixels, because of the sensor issues and everything else. It's physics. It's worse than a 2x camera, than a 2x zoom would, optical zoom would be. However, I do like the 3x zoom. It makes a little bit of a difference. But the 48 megapixels are not just, we're going to give you 48 megapixels. They're going to group them in 4 megapixels. So you're still going to have a 12 megapixel output image, but they're, what, that's what they mean by binning. You're going to basically take those four pixels, what used to be one pixel, you're going to break it up into four little pixels, and each of those little pixels is going to give you a higher resolution, and they're going to merge them together to give you one sharper pixel than what you had before. Again, the fence center is going to be bigger, but there's still going to be a lot of computational back-end grunt work that needs to happen in order for that to turn out okay. Now, like I said, Android, there are Android phones out there with 48 megapixel cameras. Um, and I think it's just partially a matter of Apple need to figure out the computation in the background. Also, and this is something that a lot of people don't want to say forget, but Apple makes well, this year, this year is going to be four phones. It's going to be the 14, 14 Max, the 14 Pro, and the 14 Pro Max. It sounds. 
But if you look at the volume with those four models, they're going to be pumping out millions upon millions upon millions of each of those. And Apple needs to make sure that they can get the supplies of that sensor. But even if it's in the Pro and the Pro Max, that's probably going to be more than half the cameras, the half of the cam, um, phones sold are going to be the Pros. And people love, a lot of people like the Max size. It's just bigger, which is hilarious. And I think if you think back to when we thought the three and a half inch um, iPhone going up to the five were so much bigger screen than the old flip phones had. And now the entire phone fits inside the screen itself, plus some. But um, again, the 48 megapixel with the binning, they still have to make enough and say, hey, can you make 15 million of these ready for launch day? I can guarantee you up to now, there probably has not been 15 million devices ready to go. Apple did not have that, and they want to be. They don't want to say, "Oh, by the way, we're limiting this to only a million sold in the first quarter." Samsung can do that. Other companies do that because they have, you know, literally 15, 20 different camera models. They can tell you Apple has four basic ones plus last year's model, and that's it. So Apple needs that logistics, and we all know Tim Apple <laughs> um, is a is a genius when it comes to the logistics. So I think they were just looking to make sure they had enough logistics so they could go out, get enough in the pipeline, make sure that the quality was good enough. Because when you get that 48 megapixel, that is a, to get the quality Apple once, that's really hard to get that in volume. So the other thing that's coming out with that 48 megapixel, and a lot of people are guessing because of the base motif of the invitation, which as we've heard on other shows, people who really know Apple and have contacts inside of Apple, the PR team does not talk to the engineering team per se. So they don't necessarily say, hey, our new feature is going to be this, so hide this in the invite. The big hope is it will be a step forward in astrophotography. Just because you have all those extra pixels, you can get a better resolution, and each one could be a little bit better with low-light situation. Now, I'm happy with a lot of the nighttime shots I can do from my phone, um, especially if it's stabilized or you know on a tripod or if it lays out flat. I can get some really great sky pictures. The one, one of the things they can't do, though, and by the way, it also works good like in low-light outdoor seating environments, just talking to someone or in an indoor restaurant, it works great. It doesn't take good moonshots, though, at all. Uh, I have tried. And I, I've seen people who, with iPhones, unassisted with scopes, take decent. I've taken a couple decent moonshots. Not at night, though. During the day or at dusk, when there's not that much contrast. On the other hand, if you go to sites where there's people who have the Samsung phone or other Android phones, like Shane Monson's group, some of those moonshots are mind-blowing. I mean, 
I don't know what I, I I don't know what Samsung is doing behind the scenes or the optics because do have a better zoom and having a better zoom will help. And in terms of contrast, but the Apple loves we've we've seen it plenty of times. They love that wow factor when it comes to photos, and not necessarily the wow as in an overdrawn image like you see people who if you go to a, a, a big box store with a bunch of TVs and you see all those TVs lined up and you see those images those images will be overblown oversaturated over you know just way too much going on which is great if you're in a really bright store and there's a whole bunch of other screens but at home it gets overblown Apple doesn't do that Apple does wow, that's an amazing shot, and it looks natural. And to say, hey, would you like to take a great shot of the moon unassisted? Here's what you can do with the new iPhone 14 Pro. That would be a major thing. Increasing that low light, because low light still where something hurts. And also, the point, the, the, the extra, the ultra-wide, it's good, there's still distortion, especially near the edges. So that's something I've learned to say, hey, if I'm taking an ultra-wide photo, I'm going to be cropping a border off because of the distortion that goes on. I just keep the inside, and it looks great. But I would love it to see if they can make that better. Make that ultra-wide even better. The other thing is that right now you can do a 4x video on your iPhone. That's great. With that 48 megapixel though, you can do 8x, which I don't see the average person using because most people are barely getting 4x TV sets. You know, ultra high depth, as you want to call it. They're barely getting those. Most monitors can handle four. You know, maybe a 4x. Resolution, nothing more. They can't handle weight, but for a pro device, I could see Apple saying, hey, we have this, we have this, and therefore you can, you know, use this for a little professional, which some people might, for a video camera as an 8X. Again, a lot of people use these ultra high resolutions, not necessarily for their resolution, but you can say, okay, I'm going to cut out this 4X, this 4K section from this 8x here so i don't have to zoom in i can just cut this out and use this as 4x without having to blow up the image so again that's another way they could use it i don't think built in this is a sheer guess on my part i don't think building you'll be able to get a true 48 megapixel image uh i don't think apple will, will, will allow that i think it's going to be here's your output at 12. however and this is without talking to anyone, any developers, but knowing how Halide works, and they're amazing, I can see them coming out and saying, we've learned how to write so you can get a true 48 megapixel image. Because you see some software like Pixelmator Photo, um, where you can do a super resolution, all of a sudden you have a much higher resolution image. Um, I've noticed a little bit of difference, but not a lot, to be honest, um, because it still is extrapolating. But if you can have that 
without extrapolation and have it just kind of built in for it, I can see that happening. So again, this is something to think about while we look ahead at the image about the iPhone that's coming up. Like I said, I really hope that we're going to get something different. I astrophotography again. I'm really, really hoping we get something that is different, unique, and can really blow minds. Uh, if we don't, I don't think it's the end of the world. It, it is an edge case. It is an edge case. Um, I have seen people with the current 13 Pro uh, take great images of the Milky Way if you're out in the middle of, I don't want to say out in the middle of nowhere, um, but a lot further out than living in the city or the suburbs uh, where there's too much light pollution even on a clear moonless night. So um, I did want to go over, again, I think those are the big ones for us photographers. Uh, I'm hoping also maybe a little improvement for cinematic mode. Um, I think Apple overpromised on cinematic mode. I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's a matter of it can't do what they wanted to do with the automatic switching. I think, it's, but to say it's portrait mode for videos. That yes, if 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 they, if they improve it, they improve. The you know the, the 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 bokeh in the background, having a portrait mode video and using it like that, and maybe improving it. Hopefully in software, so you don't necessarily need it. So if you have an older you know a 13, you could use that. I think that would be great. That's something that's needed. Um, I think more people would use cinematic mode if it's literally if you're at like a, a birthday party and you could have the Birthday, you know, the birthday normally child uh, at a cake or whosoever birthday it is, and they're in focus, and everyone else is just lightly out of focus. Not horrible, just lightly out of focus. I think that would be a great touch. Because that is something I actually I don't want to say I learned because I knew it, but remembered when I did was testing some cinematic uh, video that you can adjust that bokeh in the background, if you have a 13, um, and 13, if you'd have the 13 or 13 Pro, you can adjust the bokeh just like you can with the portrait. So you can boost it up or remove it a little bit. So that's something to think about there. So like I said, for, for camera people, I'm hoping if it is truly 48, that will help with low light, maybe some moonshot, maybe a lot more astro. I know I mentioned that last year. If you look back, I, I don't want to say I was wrong. Because I think there's a huge difference between the 12 and 13 when it comes to astrophotography. But it's still not to where other phones are, and I don't want Apple to have to keep on playing catch. Um, just because if we, we all know how Apple works, it has a big change and a couple of, you used to have big change refinement, big change refinement. Now it's big change, refine, refine. Maybe refined and big change. I'm thinking the 15 will be a big change year. Maybe going to USB-C. Maybe going to a little bit more of a newer form factor. Um, after all, we've been pretty much with the 10. If you look at the 10 and you look at the 13, that's what I switched from and to. It's, a, it's somewhat different, but 
the overall shape, the overall screen looks similar. So I'm thinking the 15 may be a big one. Normally when they do big changes, that's the big change and not the little, like what used to be S years adjustments. So I'm hoping that's going to, going to be the mind blower, not necessarily, oh, and we've now also given you this new photography. Normally that's in the off years that they can focus on that versus the outside shapes. Um, like I said, I think those are the big things that are coming up. Uh, we will see by next Wednesday. And Wednesday's unusual, but remember, next Monday is Labor Day. Um, then nor because normally it's on Tuesday, so you figure it's the second work day of the week. Uh, we will have a special episode out uh, that night with our reaction to everything going on. Um, Non-iPhone, non-camera related rumors. Um, possibly a new low-end iPad, iPad blank, if you want to call it, not the Air, not the Pro, just the iPad, uh, that will look a little more retro. Um, having the finger touch sensor in the power button, which of course then asks the question, why can't they do that with the iPhone? You know, have both or have it where you can switch, that would be awful nice, but yeah, we don't, I don't see that happening. Um, new Apple Watch, um, minor update on the Watch 8, but having a Apple Watch Extreme Sport Pro Max, or whatever you want to call it, where it'll have a bigger screen, hopefully better battery life, and make it more impact or shatter resistant. You know, um, because I know people who do long adventure things, like Matt Hoffman, uh, who we have on occasionally, formerly of when we were back on uh, Tiny Shutter, uh, he does long bike races or long canoeing. And, you know, the Apple Watch is a good job, but if you're out there for hours and hours and hours and tracking for hours, that can start to drain you a little bit. So I could see, like I said, for, for like a, a total extreme um, making something where the battery lasts longer, make it really, really water resistant, uh, more shatter resistant, and make it where you can be out there for four, five, seven plus hours. Um, after all, there are people out there who, and friends of mine, I, I will call them crazy, and they will call themselves crazy, who do, who do 100 mile trail races running. So, you know, a 50-mile trail race, they can maybe get done in a day. Um, a lot of the times the cutoff for 100 miles are two days. And to have something where you could go to those people who currently use garments because they have a really long battery life and really great GPS to say, hey, here's an Apple Watch, and if you want to do a 100-mile trail race, and that way you have GPS and you don't need your phone with you and it keeps the charge this long. And if you fall down and roll over and crash and burn down a cliff, which occasionally happens, uh, it will survive. So uh, that's the other thing I could possibly see. If you want to do the one more thing out of left field, um, somewhat photography related, I would say display related. Um, I could see the Apple... Uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, glass headset being announced. Um, 
that's that's an out of left field. I, I I don't see that being released this year, uh, unless they're going to pull an Apple Watch and say, here it is, and we're going to release it sometime next spring. But even there, it that that would be the biggest stretch I would see. And also, that price is going to be ridiculous. And I I don't think the market's ready for it yet. But again, I'm not, you know, Tim Cook. I'm not anyone else. Uh, I do not. I am not Hair Force One running in slow motion in my tracksuit like Craig Fiorini at the last Apple event. So, uh, like I said, we'll see how everything turns out. But we will be here for Reaction Show next Wednesday and see what happens. Um, I'm going to go over a couple of recent photos here and uh, hopefully uh, Greg will be able to upload the photos. Uh, recently, we had at Sunset around Pittsburgh, if you've ever seen where you have the streak of light at Sunset from the um, uh, sun behind the cloud, you have like the sun rays coming up. We had something that was kind of the exact opposite, and it was crazy because it went across the entire sky. So you had the sun behind clouds, and instead of just having these little streaks, like most of the time you see them, they end not that far away from the sun and the cloud. This thing reached from the far west to the far east of the sky. And it was a beautiful orange sunset, but there was still blue in the sky. So you can see the blue sky, the orange streaks, and you saw the dark the dark bits here too on the cloud. Um, the photo I had, it was just taken. Um, I did a little bit of editing and polar, just a little bit, not a lot. Um, but the, the vibrant colors, I actually did more for uh, putting it more in the silhouette than the picture where it actually picked up some of the uh, foreground of the trees. I wanted it more of a silhouette, but the rest of it was kind of just as is, and it's kind of really, really expressive, guys. Something really nice. Um, the next one was a macro picture of a little flower bloom um, in my yard. Uh, again, this is one of those things of just the, the strength of the iPhone where, oh, I was taking out the garbage. I came back in, and I happened to notice this flower. And I just got up close. It was, it was again, a macro shot. Did it, the little editing polar. But if you zoom in, you can actually see the little, um, on the flower itself, it looks like little sticky fingers coming off the flower itself. Uh, flower actually had nice little coloration on it, too. Um, and you can see a little bit of it. It looks like almost a spider thread. I, mean, I think I don't know if it was a spider thread per se. It looks like a little spider thread between the one uh, petal and the central part. And this was done with macro mode built in, so it had kind of a natural bokeh to it in the background. Where yeah, the background's going to be blurry when you're literally a half an inch away from your subject there. And the last photo I did. Um, this was, again, macro mode. Uh, this was on a walk, and I noticed this bumblebee uh, fly-by flower that I could get close to without it noticing me. It was flying away from me, so, so I didn't want to make sure I didn't get stung. And if you zoom in on the bee itself, now this, is, this is 
in mid-flight. Um, in mid, because you can't see the the wings because it is in mid-flight, but you can actually see the individual bits of pollen that are all over the bee. So you have this black black bee and this these little bits of golden pollen all over it. So you can actually see it down to the individual grains that are sticking all on the legs and all on the thora on the mid mid body there. And then if you look at the actual flower itself. Uh, you can see on the same, you can see this, it's covered in all this pollen and just pollen everywhere. Uh, also, why sneezing and watery eyes are happening? All the pollen everywhere. Uh, and this was just, again, I was just walking, saw the bee, took out the phone, took a couple of shots, and just got close. And this is the built-in um, macro available in the pro camera. In the 13 Pros, and just is able to take this really, really up close look. Uh, and it's just one of those things that just really needs to, because it's something your eye really can't touch, it really doesn't touch on its own, which is kind of, again, really nice to see. So I think that's going to end it up for tonight. Um, again, Greg will be back next week, and we will be back next week uh, as an in between week, just because Apple's having, Apple didn't check with us. It would have been nice if they would have waited a week, you know, so it would be on our schedule. But Tim didn't call me up and say, you know, Tim didn't call me or Greg up and say, hey, guys, this is Tim. How y'all doing? Hope you're having a great morning. Didn't do that. So we're having an in-between week show. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod, on um, TikTok as ProfPodPGH. Uh, you can find Greg as McMillan Photo. Um, also find him on uh, Glass. I know that's his preferred now. Uh, so if you do find and it's at Greg on Glass. So uh, take a look for him there. And Greg's always putting great photos up. Um, we hope they ha- hope you are having a great week. And we will see you later. And talk to everyone after we hear from Apple. Have a great night, everyone.